On today's episode, is Elon Musk really stepping down from Twitter? Jelly Roll is being very generous this Christmas season. Was the new Batman idea stolen? And what are the four rules for success, according to Mark Cuban? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Socially Sensitive Podcast. This is Socially Solo, episode number 128. Today's Monday. Sounds like a case of the Mondays. December 19th, 2022. Today's National Days. This is National Oatmeal Muffin Day. It's also National Hard Candy Day. Uh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin is at $16,741, which is pretty much flat from today, from yesterday. A Twitter poll created by Elon Musk. Whether he should uh, step down as the head of Twitter, you know, ended this morning. He said that uh, he would abide by the results of the polls, which is, you know, he's he's done this a couple of times in the past. Um, and he, he usually, it, it appears that he does it when he's he knows what the outcome of the poll is going to be. And he wants to do that. It's just, uh, it's kind of, it seems like he does it to get reinforcement to make that decision. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. But either way, he said he would abide by the results of this poll. And uh, the answers were concluded with 57% voting yes um, and 43% voting no that he uh, steps down. 17 million people voted. Seems like a pretty, pretty large number. Um, I imagine a lot of them were... um, Probably Tesla um, stockholders, who as soon as they found out about the poll, headed over there because they want him to leave Twitter alone and focus solely on Tesla. But and uh, you know, replying to that tweet on Sunday, you know, uh, MIT, the AI researcher Lex Friedman, you know, he has an amazing podcast too. He said he would take the CEO job, and then you know, Elon responded back that uh, he wouldn't like it either. He said you must like pain a lot. Musk tweeted back. He uh, he said he's been in the it's been in the fast lane to bankruptcy since May. Elon, you know, he denied that he has any anybody in mind as the new CEO. But uh, Lex Friedman would be a pretty interesting one. But he said uh, Elon said no one wants the job who can actually keep Twitter alive. There's no successor. The question is not finding a CEO. The question is finding a CEO who can keep Twitter alive. So so far, Elon sold billions of dollars worth of Tesla stock. Um, And a lot of people think most likely it's to pay for, you know, the purchase of Twitter and kind of helping Twitter stay afloat because I guess Twitter is still losing a ton of money every day. That much Tesla stock's sales have just drove it down its... uh, it's dropped a little over 11% over the last month. But uh, since the, uh, after the poll results were revealed um, this morning, yeah, Tesla stock uh, shot up uh, about 5% in pre-market. So I also wanted to tell everyone about a new coffee brand called Coffee Brand Coffee. It's fresh roasted to order using only the highest quality coffee sourced direct from farms around the world. Coffee Brand Coffee was built by creating direct trade partnerships with many coffee producers that use sustainable coffee-growing standards. We feel that this uh, dedication to quality should be obvious when you have uh, Coffee Brand Coffee in your cup. 
and uh, there are nearly 20 new flavors and the uh, upcoming tea line and uh, they even have hot cocoa too so check them out at coffeebraincoffee.com and use the coupon code sensitive for an additional five percent off so give them a try on to another story uh, jelly roll does anybody out there know who jelly roll is you know he uh he started as a i guess historically as a a rapper but he's you know more recently got into the world of country music he uh, his real name is jason deford and he recently uh, sold out, did a sold out show at Nashville's uh, Bridgestone Arena. And he's feeling, I guess, uh, pretty uh, giving this holiday season. So um, he currently has, you know, a single um, on the country radio charts since he's moved to country. It's called Son of a Sinner. And uh, from this concert that he did, he's donating every single penny from that concert, from the ticket sales to concessions, it's all going to Impact Youth Outreach, which is an organization. Um, it says that they, they'll use it towards building music programs and even a recording studio. And it's all in the, the same uh, juvenile center that he was locked up in because yeah, he had a pretty rough um, life early on. He uh, said he first entered the juvenile system at the age of 14, and he spent yeah, his late teens and early 20s in and out of jail. And uh, he, he has a you know pretty amazing backstory. Eventually, had him you know performing at the uh, Grand Ole Opera last year, so he's come a long way. But I don't know many other people who would be willing to uh, essentially play a big, huge arena concert like that for free. Um, and then give all the revenue away. Comic creator Chris Wozniak, he's been taking legal action against DC Comics and Warner Brothers for, for a little while because of similarities, I guess, between the newest The Batman movie and his 1990 story that he wrote for The Dark Knight. Um, he claimed to prove in his new video that he put out, it's called Batman Gate, how it was his story, I guess, the similarities in comparison. and uh, But DC now is being urged by Warner Brothers to sue him back for writing an unauthorized Batman story. He, his claim is, I wrote a Batman Riddler story that was used to make the $800 million film The Batman. Warner Brothers attorneys are not disputing that they used my story to make the film, this is extraordinary because usually in this, these situations, the studio would claim they never saw it and never used it. But in my situation, they know I can indisputably prove my story is on screen. So instead of providing fair credit and compensation, Warner Brothers are directing DC Comics to sue me for writing an authorized Batman story, an unauthorized Batman story. He said DC Comics is suing a freelancer for writing a Batman's story 32 years ago. He explains that uh, they know he pitched it numerous times and sent it to producer Mike Uslan. So their play is to take uh, the legal control of a 32-year-old story. And he says this is uh, an outright admission of guilt. There'd be no point in uh, Warner Brothers or DC Comics wanting to uh, own my story if it was never used to make the Batman movie. 
so now they're trying to take copyright control of a story they never bought. He said, to be clear, everyone who worked for or freelanced at DC Comics in 1990 knows full well that established freelancers were given free license to submit stories anytime they wanted. He said it's probably how 90% of the DC Comics were made. And if DC Comics liked your story, they'd put it under contract. He added, if they didn't buy it, you retain the rights to it. That was DC Comics standard company practice for de decades. Everyone who worked in the comic industry knows this. And he maintains that he's uh, all he's looking for is, is compensation, as anyone would. He said, I asked to be paid for my contributions. All I asked for was whatever the other credited writers received, no damages, no points, no extras of any kind. Despite his you know, demands, he accuses uh, Warner Brothers DC of trying to ruin him instead of doing the right thing. That would make sense that uh, the only decent DC movie put out probably over the last 10 years, written by somebody else that they didn't have any part of. So, One last little story. Mark Cuban, you know, he put out his four rules for success. I thought we'd cover those real quickly. Um, number one, his first rule is find something you, you can be good at, then be great at it. You do that, you're probably... Uh, you'll probably need to study your subject relentlessly. The second rule is uh, know how to sell. He said his own sales career started early at the age of 12. He sold trash bags door to door to earn money for new sneakers. His advice on how to succeed at sales is showing people how you can help them in the first couple of seconds of your pitch. Selling isn't about convincing, it's about helping. When you understand what people need and want, you put yourself in a position to help them. Then you make good things happen. Close deals, and that's how you create companies. The third rule is uh, be curious and always learning. Have a lifetime learning mentality. Lifelong learners can uh, even save their employers, you know, money in the long run. You know, because as technology continues to uh, move at the rapid pace it is. Employers need their employees to um, learn and develop to stay on top of what the latest technologies are. It isn't a matter of needing to replace the workforce, instead develop and grow the existing workforce. And uh, the fourth rule, he said perhaps the most important, when you walk into a room, you need to know your stuff better than anyone else in the room. That's when it's time to start a company then you can start to control your own destiny. Oh, well, that's all I've got today. So I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, please be sure to share it with your friends and family. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you have any feedback or suggestions for future episodes, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can contact us on uh, each of the social media platforms at Socially Sensitive or visit our website, sociallysensitive.com where you can also stay up to date on all things socially sensitive. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you have an amazing rest of your day. See you tomorrow. Bye. If you haven't already, subscribe to Socially Sensitive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Socially Sensitive 
Also, check out our website, sociallysensitive.com, and grab some officially licensed products.